Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Reaching Out Radio International. Here at Reaching Out Radio International, we are a ministry team working together in love and unity, in one mind, one accord, as a body of Christ. Our true heart's desire is to share the gospel into the world, sharing the true message of the cross, never adding to or taking away from the living word of God. We want to help you enrich your walk with God to grow deeper and become really rooted, truly understanding what it means to have a relationship with Jesus Christ and what it means to be a child of God. I am your host and founder of Reaching Out Radio International, Evangelist Montel Fields. Together with my husband, we are Fields Family Ministry. Our heart is an outreach ministry getting outside the church walls, reaching out to so many that are forgotten on the streets, people bound in addictions, and nursing homes. Wherever God calls us, we have a willingness to go and to serve. And that's how Reaching Out Radio was actually established. God called me to it. I stepped out in faith. And here we are six years later. Never thought that it would be going internationally, but we are reaching places all over the world. And I welcome our listeners from Russia and Canada and the Netherlands and Iceland in Australia, in China, in Saudi Arabia, in all different parts of Africa. The list is endless all over the world. We have listeners, and we thank you so much for taking time to listen to our broadcast, whether it be live or on demand. And we would love even to hear from you and to let us know how our programs are impacting your life because we want to be connected and help you to grow in Christ and you can message me on Facebook, um, Montel Fields, it's M-O-N-T-E-L-L-F-I-E-L-D-S, or even send me an email to singing, S-I-N-G, I-N-G, praises, P-R-A-I-S-E-S, 70 at hotmail.com. I also have an open platform here for other ministries, artists, author, whoever, whatever your ministry is, I welcome people on to share it and to be used as God leads. And I just, I have a heart that God has given me to be a servant and to love others and to work in love and unity. There is strength in numbers. And I am so blessed with my faithful host and I'm so excited. Brian and Leah Faust are also going to be coming back at Fazak Ministries. So many of you love them. Praise God for what he's doing and growing us. But tonight... This message that I'm going to be sharing, God impressed this on my heart quite a while back ago. We're going to be talking about the chameleon Christian or chameleon Christianity. And I really want you to be searching yourself before we go into this message tonight and asking God to reveal to you. Just ask him to search your heart and reveal to you if you are someone that's living a life as a chameleon Christian. And I want to start out with prayer. And also uh, get your Bibles ready. We're going to be in James 1 and 8 tonight. We're also going to be in Romans 12 and 2. And we're also going to be talking about taking up your cross and carrying it. And right now, Father God, I just come humbly before your throne of grace, Father God. Father God, right now, I just ask that you help me to die of self, dear God. Lord, I just want you to anoint me and speak through your yielded vessel, God. I don't want anything to be of self. I want you to use me to guide me, dear God. And, Lord, I just apply John 3.30 to my life tonight and to every day 
Just decrease me that you increase, Father God. Lord God, I just pray, dear God, that you stop any plans of the enemy, Father God. Lord God, I just ask that this broadcast go forth for your glory, that we even reach new places tonight that we've never reached, God, because it excites me so much, God, to go to the map and see listeners all over the world receiving the gospel, because that's what it's about, dear God. It's not about things of this world, dear God, but it's about eternity, God. And Father God, so many are being deceived and lied to, yet sugar-coated messages, your word compromised, being attitude taken away from God. I just want to share truth, God, not to condemn, dear God, or bring judgment to people, dear God, but to tell them the truth in love and to help them to get back on the right path. So many Christians are lukewarm, straddling the fence. They're compromising their ways to this world because they want to fit in and be in the in crowd instead of being outcast and receiving Jesus, Father God. So tonight, God, just lead me in this. I pray that you just clear people's minds. Help them to shake off the cares of this world, dear God. Open their ears and anoint them to hear the true living word of God and to receive your message, God. And Lord, Father God, just let the let there be smoothness in the operating of the radio tonight and the airwaves. And I just thank you, God, for allowing me to have this radio ministry. And I am so humbled and honored, Father God. And what you have done since I stepped out six years ago, all the beautiful people you've connected me to, my beautiful sister in Christ, Sister Pearl and Susan, Brother Roy and and Brian and Leah, and the list is just endless, Father God. And we've got people that host in Canada. We've got people that share from all over the world, God. And I just thank you for that, God. And I just pray that you continue to bring in the ones you want to come in. Just continue to grow the platform. Let it be spirit-led, and just help us to keep working for us as a body of Christ for your love and your glory. In Jesus' name, I ask these things. And I just, um, I really want you to take this message to heart tonight, because I know in this world that we live in today, compared to even when I was growing up, looking back, how church has changed, what Christianity means to people has changed. There's so much compromise in this world today and being a child of God. And James 1 and 8 says, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Again, James 1 and 8, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And you may be wondering, what does it mean to be double-minded? It means to be a double-souled or double-hearted to exist with divided loyalties and a double-minded person can be easily swayed by doubt or uncertainty, which is the opposite of a follower of God. See, as a follower of God, we should be rooted. Our focus should be on finishing the good race, on what is pleasing to our Father, not being a a man-pleaser, not changing our colors to please man, but to keep walking in a path that is pleasing to God. God expects us after we become born again children of God to start changing our ways. Yes, he offers this grace and he offers his mercy and his love. And so many people take his grace for granted, thinking they can keep repenting and doing the same things over and over. Will God forgive you? Yes, he does forgive you. But is it pleasing unto God for us to continue in that same sin or in our same ways? No, it is not. So tonight we're going to be talking about chameleon Christians. 
do you think if you really checked your walk with Christ or who you are in Christ, do you think that possibly you could be someone that is living the life as a chameleon Christian? And many of you might be saying, well, what is she speaking of when she says a chameleon Christian? Have you brothers and sisters ever seen a chameleon? It's truly amazing how quickly their appearance can change based on their environment. Well, sadly, brothers and sisters, so many believers are that way as well. Although God created the chameleon to blend into their surroundings, that is not how he wants his children to be. But sadly, many are living that way today. When I think of a chameleon, whenever they change, it's to protect themselves, to to blend into the environment so they can't be seen. But when you were in aspect of a chameleon Christian, they seek to be like the people they are with at that moment. So they basically start changing their colors to fit into the environment they're at, whether it be something that's pleasing to God or or not. They they let go of their walk with Christ and they're more focused on being a man pleaser than pleasing God. They also, if they are a Christian setting, they, they will talk like a Christian, dress like a Christian. They will act like a Christian, but they know what is expected and they conform. But in a worldly setting, they walk and talk like the world. They dress like the world and act like the world, choosing to conform to the world. And in regards to conforming to the world, as children of God, we do know what Romans 12 and 2 teaches us in the Bible. Again, Romans 12 and 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your minds, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. See, brothers and sisters, when we're living as a chameleon Christian and conforming to the world, that's not pleasing unto God. It gets us on the path of destruction. It gets us away from God's will, loosens our roots in Jesus, and it it causes us to fall. When we put our eyes on God and our eternal rewards and pleasing our Father, the outcome is totally different. But when we when we start letting the world conform us and not renewing our minds, we're going to fail, brothers and sisters. We're going totally opposite of the direction that God wants us to be going. When we become a child of God, he expects us to be renewed in our minds. That means we need to be watching what we put into our minds, even what we're looking at, what we listen to. Whenever negative thoughts start coming in, we need to understand how to armor up, and put positive things in, how to guard our mind, how to change our thoughts, how to, how to be spirit-led, and to pray to rebuke the enemy where he gets no power over us. Because when we give him an inch, he'll take a mile. He'll take advantage of situations. He starts to see your weaknesses and how he can start conforming you back to the world. That's what he wants to do. All the ones that have pulled away from him, that have repented and gave their life to God, He's going to do everything he can or put people or places in your life 
that will try to get you to conform back to the world. But brothers and sisters, that's not what God wants. And there, right now in the days that we're living in, I truly believe that we are living and fulfilling more prophecies that are biblical. I also believe, brothers and sisters, that we are in a time where any time that Jesus could be coming to take his children home. And in this world that we're living in, in churches, they're telling people it's okay to be homosexual. They want to overlook sin. They they want to worry more about having people in the seat or the money those people bring in instead of the blood on their hands and the people that's going to go into hell because they're willing to be a chameleon, even in the churches, not telling people the truth, brothers and sisters. And I just, I feel such a witness in my spirit talking about these things. Another thing about a chameleon Christian is, see, God wants his children to separate from the world, rooting in him, not denying him. And how many of us are denying him in the choices that we make, in the things that we do? Like whenever you're, whether maybe you're at Walmart or at your job or wherever you're at, does your life truly reflect Christ? Do you pick up your cross daily and deny yourself, brothers and sisters? I really want you to think about that. Are you willing to give your all, completely surrender your all to Jesus Christ and live for him 100% and deny the world, deny yourself, or do you sometimes drop your cross because it gets too heavy to bear? Because you want to fit more in with the world and are more focused on what man thinks of you than what God thinks of you. That's a really dangerous situation and a dangerous place to be, brothers and sisters. If we look in, um, if we go into the word by saying, take up your cross and follow me, Jesus was giving us a word picture of the concept of death to self. As I said earlier, as I was praying, John uh, 3.30 is my life scripture, that we decrease ourselves that God may increase. That means letting go of things that we like, things that are sinful nature, things that are of the flesh, changing what we listen to, how we dress, how we talk, places we go, people that we hang out with. We want to let go of self so God can increase. And as he increases in our lives, brothers and sisters, our life is going to change in so many ways. It doesn't mean that we're never going to go through things. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have sickness, pain, loss, sorrow. But what it does mean is you'll be able to place your trust in him no matter what you're going through, knowing that he'll bring you through it, that he'll hold you through it, that he'll love you through it. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. In our weakness, his strength is perfected. And see, as we build a relationship with him, it's not about religion. It's not even about the church building we go to. To me, in my heart, we are the church. It's about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and God our Father, truly understanding what it means to deny ourselves. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save David, for what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and losses are forfeit himself? In Luke 9, 24 through 25, 
That's it's, he says, for whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. And that just doesn't mean talking about us dying. It means losing the lifestyle that we're used to living in, letting go of habits that are unhealthy for us, the people that we're at, truly not being conformed to the world anymore, not being that chameleon that's going to put on a different persona with every person around, not going to church on Sunday praising the Lord and worshiping and on Monday blaspheming and, and cussing and not putting on who we're supposed to be our armor in Christ. And that's very unpleasing to God. And for what would it profit us, brother and sisters, if we gain the whole world and we lose our souls, brothers and sisters? So many are focused right now on things of the world, having having money, keeping up with their neighbors, beautiful homes, fancy vacations, fancy cars. Brothers and sisters, it doesn't matter about those things. God does bless his children. He gives us what he, that we need. But we came into this world with nothing, brothers and sisters, and we're going to leave without those things. I have a good friend of mine that passed away recently. And his house right now, his beautiful home is sitting over there empty. All his belongings, his vehicle, there is like an emptiness there. And a lot of the things that he focused on when he was in this world, they're not even important anymore. What's important is he chose Jesus as a savior and his eternal rewards that are in heaven where his where he is now because to be absent from the body is to be in the presence of the Lord. But so many of us are building on things of this world. So many of the churches have grown cold and they're not sharing truth and they're not teaching about the true message of the cross. They're not worried about people truly being saved. They're more worried about lining their pockets, having fancy cars. They're more worried about conforming to the world. And I just feel like tired of it. He's wanting change. The multitudes that followed Christ were convinced that he was going to bring a glorious kingdom to earth, freeing them from the oppressive Roman rule. Even his own disciples were thinking this way. Luke 19 and 11 says, as they heard these things, he proceeded to tell a parable because he was near to Jerusalem. And because they supposed that the kingdom of God was to appear immediately, immediately, but misunderstanding the prophecies, they were shocked when he began to talk about death to self. And that's where that John 3.30 verse comes in for me. And also what we're talking about, denying ourselves, taking up our cross and following him. They were shocked when he began to talk about death to self and carrying the cross. Luke 9.22, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. They left him in droves because of these teachings. Similarly, sometimes believers today misunderstand the call of Jesus as a call to health, wealth, and prosperity. Again, really think about that, a call of Health, wealth, and prosperity. Nothing could be further from the truth. The call of Jesus is a call to die. But to today, some unwillingly to accept a call to die, leave him or simply change his message to something more present. That's, that's the things I'm talking about. They become that chameleon. They want to fit in. They're more worried about fitting in 
and being in the in crowd than being a child of God. And I know for me that it's about finishing the good race and one day going, when my life is over, hearing him say, job well done, my good and faithful servant. Brothers and sisters, how would you like it when you went before God? If he would be that way, if he would change his promises that are in the word, if he, if he would be one that would lie, to turn away from you, to deny you of who he is and all the blessings that he bestows upon your life. Every day you wake up, his breath is in your lungs. That is a gift. Don't take it for granted. Your eyesight, if you're blessed to see, the food on your table. There's so many things we are blessed in daily. Even though we may have trials, even though we may have things in our health or what we go through, we are still blessed people, brothers and sisters, because the gift of life is so beautiful. And what God did, sending his son to die for us, is the greatest gift of all. So why would we not give our all to him whenever he gave his life for us? And I truly do feel a witness in this tonight. Wow. Are you willing to die of yourself? Are you willing to lay down your all to please God instead of being a man pleaser? I really want you right now just to say, Father God, will you just please search my heart tonight? Help me to see with my spiritual eyes to be able to hear your voice spiritually, Father God. Lord, reveal to me, am I being a chameleon? Am I conforming to the world instead of transforming to the renewing of my mind? I just want you to take some time and us to take a minute to truly search your heart. Because it is so important that we are not conforming to this world. Because one day, Jesus will return like a thief in the night. And so many really, truly believed because they spoke some words out of their mouth that they are saved. But my husband was even talking to me about something the other day. It was so powerful and spirit-led. God's really been giving him a revelation about repentance and what it truly means to be saved. It's not just about speaking words out of your mouth. It is good to confess your sins and to repent of your sins. But it's not just that prayer that saves you. God knows your heart. It truly is a change in your heart and wanting a relationship with him, not just speaking out some things. Whenever you truly become a child of God and you let Jesus into your heart, you want to change how you act. You want to change the places you go. You want to dress different. You want to quit habits that are not good for you or things that, that bind you. God doesn't want us to be chameleons. Whenever we see people, I'm not saying you have to be mean to people that used to be in your life. You can love them and pray with them, but you don't want to go running back and changing your colors to fit in, conforming to your old ways and not becoming the new creation that Christ has called you to be. Get a hold of this, brothers and sisters, because I feel there's such urgency. Times are already, my husband even has been reading the Bible and God's been giving him revelations you know, and things that were going in with COVID right now and how much of the population is dying and how, how our governments are changing and things that we're heading towards. It's biblical. If the Lord would return today or if he may even take you today, do you know without a shadow of a doubt that you're a born-again child of God that will hear him say, job well done, my good and faithful servant? Will your destination be heaven or hell? 
that's why it's so important that we're we're not being chameleons, that we're not worried about going and blending in and changing, putting on a different persona, a different mask, acting different, talking different at work, at places in public, around old friends. See, we got to be willing to lay down our life for him. we got to be willing to give her all, not denying him, but acknowledging him. We are to glorify him. We are to shine like cities on the hill because there's so many lost in darkness. We need to be lights going forth. What do you think it does to our Father in heaven when he sees all these chameleons out here running around, not focused on the word of God, not praying, not fasting, living in sin, and then when they need him, they take him out of their pockets and they, they cry out to him. And when he meets that need again or he heals someone or he meets a bill or he blesses them, they forget about him. See, when things are going good in life, people tend to take their blessings for granted. They tend to take the love of God for granted. They tend to take and use a grace card over and over, thinking I can continually get away from this. But God says what's done in the dark will come into the light, and he can get to a place. He, he says that he, don't want us, he doesn't want us to be lukewarm. He would rather have us hot or cold, or he'll spew us out of his mouth. I know for me I don't want to get to the place where God turns his head away from me, where he denies me, because for me it's about pleasing God and living my life for him. And see, God's message never guaranteed a pleasant life. Jesus instead guaranteed that trials would come to his followers. John 16 and 33 tells us, I have said these things to you that, okay, again, sorry about that. I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And that's what it is when you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. When he went to the cross for us, he made a way for us to heaven. And he is the only way to God our Father. And that's receiving Jesus. Truly knowing and understanding that when he went to the cross, he was a perfect lamb. He sacrificed his life for our sins. His blood cleanses our sins. He gave his life for us that we could live eternally. And through him, we have mercy, love, and grace, and forgiveness. God, on the cross, we have atonement through him. And through his death, we have victory because, see, death could not hold him. And on the third day, he arose, and he sits at his father's right-hand side interceding for us. But I truly believe there are times that God looks down upon this world, and his heart breaks. And so many people know that God is loving and merciful and kind, but he does anger, and he is a jealous God. If we even look back in the word, Sodom and Gomorrah, what he did, he destroyed. How he destroyed the world with the flood because of the sin of man, because of them denying him, wanting to be their own rulers, wanting to have their own laws, turning away from him, not listening to him. And that's what the world has become more so worse than those days, brothers and sisters. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, I start to weep when I think about how many people truly think that they're saved and they're going to make heaven their home and that they have all the time in the world or 
They can say that prayer and that's good enough. No, brothers and sisters, that is not true. He says discipleship demands sacrifice, and Jesus never hid that cost. He also promised that he would be there to give us the joy and peace of the Holy Spirit. John 14, 15 through 19. Again, John 14, 15 through 19. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be there with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him or knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live, you also will live. Praise be to God. And he's not just talking about physically. He's talking spiritually, eternally. And he, the Holy Spirit, as a child of God, the Holy Spirit leads us. The Holy Spirit guides us. And that is just so beautiful that Jesus gave his life for us. Praise God. Oh, I just feel a witness in my spirit. And and he comforts us in our trials. James 1 and 12 says, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. We need to get our focus off things of this world because, brothers and sisters, so many of us go through life every day not thinking about death thinking that we have control over our life, that we have control even over our death. But the truth is, brothers and sisters, God is always in control. He is the God of all. He's the creator of all things. There is none above him. He created the life that you have. He put the breath in your lungs. He spoke this world into existence. The thing is, he gives us free will, brothers and sisters, to make choices. But he wants our choices to be righteous choices. But he is a gentleman. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He's not going to push you and treat you like a robot or a puppet on the string that he dangled. He wants it to be a heart thing. He wants you to he wants you to transform and renew your mind. He wants you to be willing to not watch certain things again or not hang around with certain people again. He wants to be first in your life. So many people are giving him their seconds. They're not putting him first. Things of the world become more important. Making more money, more time on the job, not turning off the TV, not picking up the Bible, not praying or fasting. People are busy, 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 and they're denying, 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 denying God, and they're not being who they are supposed to be in Christ. And God is saying it's time to change your chameleon ways. It is time to not conform to the world but transform to the renewing of your mind. Start picking up your crosses daily, armoring up, shielding your mind, guarding your heart. Preparing yourself for the battles that are to come. If you can't see, brothers and sisters, the places that this world is right now, we are living in prophetic timelines, brothers and sisters. And things are going to get worse. And if you're not prepared and you're not in the word and you're not in, you don't have that anointing in your life and, and truly that you're sheltered under the wings of God, you're going to wind up going to hell, brothers and sisters. You're not going to have the strength 
to get through the things that are to come, brothers and sisters. And that puts a fear in me, brothers and sisters, and a burden in my heart because I want people to truly, when they die, that heaven become their home. See, that's eternal life. It's not just, we're not promised how many years. Commonly, we might think of people living to their 70s or 80s. Some make it to their 100s. Some only make it a few years, their 30s. See, this life in this place is just temporary, but we're talking eternity, never ending, infinity. And when we get to heaven, no more sickness, no pain, no death, no parting. Praise God. It's not going to be like this world, and we're so used to this world We get our mind on this world, but when we start walking in spirit and truth, we let go of that chameleon Christianity. It doesn't bother us if we have to sit alone in a restaurant or at our job or even be denied by our own family. We care more about God loving us and us pleasing him. We care more about our minds on heaven and eternal things and not of things of this world. I really want you to check yourself today. I really want you to check your heart today. Mm, I just feel a witness in this. Because he will comfort us in our trials and act as a faithful high priest who understands our struggles. Therefore, in Hebrews 2.17 tells us, therefore he had to be made like his brothers in every respect so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make appropriation for the sins of the people. And accomplish for us peace with God by his blood. By his blood, brothers and sisters. Romans 5 and 1 says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And if you truly have that peace and you're truly rooted and surrendered, I was telling my husband the other night, in all honesty, I won't say that I never sin because I'm not perfect, but I find myself more and more as I I get closer and closer to him and I live my life for him, it's easier to let go of that sin nature. You don't want to sin. And that strength is there and the spirit man rises up and will redirect you. It's almost like it becomes a natural thing, like you want to please God. And you learn how to change your thoughts, how to renew your mind, how to armor up. We know that the sword is the word and we can fight the enemy. We have the power to rebuke the enemy. We have the power to put him under our feet. So when the enemy's trying to call you in because you're sitting alone on break and people not wanting to be around you because you are a child of God and you want to start creeping over and you want to start changing your colors, your persona, the way you talk, the way that you are, you want to start denying him, it's time that you start rebuking the lies of the enemy. It's time that you start renewing your mind. If you want to change your colors, ask God to start making you white as snow, brothers and sisters. Don't start getting all different colors and tainted colors of the world, but start turning away from that crowd. And ask God to use you to bring those chameleons that are living in life, that are living in this world, ones that are bound in sin headed to hell. Ask God to let them see your light. And to use you to pull them away from the world that they can be set apart, that they can be saved, killed, delivered, and set free. So you want to be doing the opposite of what being a chameleon Christian is. You want to be a light. We are the salt and light of the earth. You want to be 
a child of God that is focused on winning souls and bringing people to repentance and salvation, loving them enough to tell them about Jesus, loving God enough to deny yourself. See, that's what it's all about, brothers and sisters. It's changing who we are and helping others to know Jesus. We're to share the gospel into the world. We are to be lights. We are to love people, to forgive people, to tell them the truth. Not be behind pulpits telling people it's okay for homosexuality. It's okay for a woman to marry a woman and a man to marry a man. That's not the plan of God, brothers and sisters. The people even in churches are being chameleon because they want to tickle ears. They, they want to sugarcoat things because they're focused on the wrong things. But it's time that we, we stop being cold. It's time that we stop straddling the fence. It's time that we become on fire for God, that our, our dry bones come to life. It's time that we share truth. People don't go to hell, brothers and sisters. So tonight, I really want you to take some quiet time after the broadcast or maybe even in the morning. Just let the Spirit lead you. Ask God to reveal truth to you in the areas that maybe you are being a chameleon, things that are unpleasing to him. It's time to get off the fence and come back to God, brothers and sisters. It's time to repent. It's time to quit backsliding. It's time to start focusing and getting it real for God, brothers and sisters, because our time is running out. Not just do I mean that Jesus is going to return, because only the Father in heaven knows the hour or the day that he will return. But we need to be found ready, a church that's ready and blameless. But not only that, every day that we wake up and then we go to sleep, brothers and sisters, that's one day that we're closer to the grave. As soon as we take our first breath, we're starting to die, brothers and sisters. So many are thinking they got all the time in the world. Well, I can keep, (laughs) excuse me, I can keep living this way. I can keep living that way. I got time. I'm still young. No, you don't have the promise of tomorrow. Just like my blessed mom that I lost to cancer, my best friend, Dee Dee, was only 25 years old when she died. Diseases can come upon us. There's so much murder in this world today. A car accident. You never know when the day or the hour is going to be when he calls you home. When he says your time is done here on earth, you need to be found ready. If you're focused on all the junk in your trunk, the, the houses, the cars, the money, being a man pleaser, pleasing the flesh. That's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to please the flesh because when you please the flesh, he can get you and take you straight to hell, and that's what he wants. It's time to deny the flesh, to deny self, to pick up your cross, to not worry about being in the in crowd, but being in heaven with God our Father when you draw your last breath or the Lord returns. I want to take a quick break and play a song, and I want—I really want you to search your heart, search your hearts, brother and sisters, and go before God and ask him where you're at, what you need to change. I just really feel such a witness in this tonight, Father God, and I just, I really feel like people need to get a hold of this. And right now, let's just ask the Holy Spirit to come in, to minister to us, start to pray wherever you're at, or rather it be when you listen to the on-demand brothers and sisters, there is an urgency. 
God needs people that have a willingness to surrender, to not be chameleons, to not change and conform to the world, but to transform, to armor up, to be prepared for battle, to be a warrior, to go forth and be used for God's glory so we can bring in the harvest. There's so many bound brothers and sisters in drugs on the streets, in prostitution, in homosexuality. It's time that we shout from the rooftops if we focus as much as we do of things in this world and things that take us from God, if we put that focus on being in the Bible, of letting go of self, of denying self, and what God would have us to do, we could be the changes this world needs. We can make a difference. You have to have a willingness. You have to let go of self, die of self, let, be led by spirit and truth. Get in your Bible. Pray fast. And right now, right, I just want to invite the Holy Spirit in. Father God, I just ask that you just let the anointing fall. Father God, as the song plays, Lord, minister to people, God. So many think they're saved, but Father God, they're headed to hell. They're letting the enemy pull them back from what you pull them out of. Father, they start to get on the right path, Father God, and here comes the enemy. <clears throat> he opens a crack and the door flies open. And as that happens, Father God, he takes another little part of them. And when he sees that he can get a little part of them, Father God, to get in their mind, he starts to change their thinking, and they start conforming to the world. He gets their mind off of you, God. But, Father God, I'm just speaking against the plans of the enemy tonight. And what the devil made for evil, Father God, that you're going to make it good. God, help people to truly understand how he gets that string in them, how he likes to make them his puppet, how he lies to them. He is the father of lies. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And when they're taking on this chameleon form, conforming to the world and not transforming the renewing of their minds, not armoring up, denying you, Father God, it's going to send them to hell, Father God. Lord, Father God, so many focus on what they're going to lose if they do die of self-God. Father God, I hope they see the truth and what they're going to gain. There's blessings here on earth that you, you, Father God, meet all of our needs. You provide us with what we need. Even when we go through trials, God, I know they're for purposes, God. They are for structure, correction, to draw us closer to you, for us to see your power at working, because it's easy to be happy when we're on the mountaintop and we're being blessed. But, God, you truly can see who we are in you when we're in the valleys. Where when we're out in this world, when we're on our job, when we're with our friends, with our families, God. Lord, I pray tonight, dear God, that we can hold our heads up and that we are in a place that we can know that you're, that you're proud of us. Father God, that our rewards in heaven are going to be great. And Lord, that, that we can just keep walking, Father God, in confidence and spirit and truth, knowing that we are on the right path. And no matter what comes our way, that we're not going to wave to the left or the right. We're just going to keep going forward, dear God, and that we're just going to be focused on finishing the good race and meeting you face-to-face, -face, Father. Oh, God, I pray tonight for people that are bound in things, God, that as the song plays and the spirit moves, God, that you free them from that thing. Bring them to a place of repentance tonight for all those that are backslidden, that are lying, that are deceiving, whatever it may be that's unpleasing to you tonight, dear God, bring them to their knees, God. Shake them up, God. Move upon them. May they even have fear in you and have reverence, God. Because, Father God, I don't want to see people going to hell. 
I don't like to see people living in lies, help people to deny self and to pick up their cross because what they have to gain is so much more worth than what they have to lose. I want people's final destination to be heaven. Just have your way and move upon people, dear God. We just invite the Holy Spirit in, dear God. Just open our hearts and our minds, plant seeds, Start to renew minds and undo what the enemy's trying to do, entangling up their minds, God. I see so many minds that are clogged with webs that he's put in there. I see snares that he's set for people, God. I rebuke the plans of the enemy. I tell him just to go, that he has no power of authority over the children of God. Help your children, God, to learn to operate in the power they have through you. Help us to tap into your power. Lord, help us to walk in spirit and truth, leaning not on our own understanding, but onto you, Father God. Renew our minds, God. Forgive us of our sins. Lord, forgive us, Father God, of all the things we fell in, God. Help us to do better, God. Help us to root in you. Help us to let go of the world, dear God, and our minds to be on you in eternity. I just ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise be to God. I'm I just feel such a a witness in this message tonight, and I'm going to share a song with you right now. Come Holy Spirit, and just let him move upon you. Let him minister to you. God bless you all, and just get a hold of what he's trying to say tonight. It's time to stop being a chameleon. You can't keep going to one side thinking the grass is greener or to change who you are. To please man, God wants people that's going to stay on his side, that's going to renew their minds, that's going to be warriors. He doesn't want someone that only wants to give part of themselves to him. He wants all of us. He is a jealous God. So think about these things. Let him search your heart. Ask him to give you revelations. Hit your knees and pray because I know so many of us are falling short, and I don't say that in condemnation or judgment, but I love you enough to tell you the truth. God said it's time to become hot, to become on fire, to let go of the chameleon Christianity ways, and to truly surrender your life onto him.
We thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit, for a comforter, for direction that the Spirit brings. And we ask tonight, dear God, that you just guide us. Show us your will in our life. Lead us down the path that you choose us to go. Lead us into paths of righteousness, Father God. And I just thank you, God, for your son Jesus that you sent to die for us. And we thank you, God, for the blood of Jesus that saves, washes as white as snow, heals, delivers, and sets us free. May we not take that for granted. And may we truly just give ourselves to you tonight, God. Not just a speck, a part, but our all. May we surrender all to unite, Father God. May we not be conformed to this world, Father God, but may we be transformed, willing to be your clay daily that you mold us and you make us into what you would have us to be. We thank you for life. We thank you for your beautiful creation. Father God, help people to slow down and take in a sunrise or a sunset to watch the birds sing and and to stop and smell the roses or take in some of your beautiful creation, dear God, like the stars in the sky, dear God, or Father God, all the different flowers that are growing, all the different creatures that you made, they testify to your greatness, God. Help people to truly have an understanding that all these things line up with your word, God, because you created all things and your word is living, God. So may people have a better understanding in that tonight, dear God. And I just ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I just feel such a sweet presence of God, but I also feel an urgency. It's like God is just, he's wanting our attention. He loves us so much. Can you imagine what he thinks daily, having to look down on everything going on in this world? God didn't create the world to have all the sin in it. God had a plan, but the sin of man, the fall of man changed that. But being the loving, merciful God he is, he made a way for us through his son, Jesus Christ, the only blood that would ever be needed again. Do you truly understand that your life is not your own, that you have a creator that made you, that longs to be You're all in all. You're everything. He doesn't just want part of you. He doesn't want you to be so busy that you don't have time for him. I wake every day thanking God for life of another day. As I lay my head down at night, I pray over my precious little boy that God protects him and blesses him with long life if he so chooses to tarry, that he helps him to grow into being a righteous man, that he can use him for his glory because we need to be praying for our children now more than ever. There's so many that are in grade school that are bound in drugs, having sex, having babies. These are not the ways or the plans of God. That's what the enemy wants. So many things on TV is nothing but sex, promoting homosexuality, all things unpleasing to God our Father. It is time as children of God we quit conforming to this world. It's time to quit being a chameleon and turning your back on God, denying him. And surrendering yourself, hit your knees and repent, repent, repent. Ask for God's forgiveness and to be your strength to help you to go down the right path. In Luke 9, 57 through 62, the word of God tells us the cost of following Jesus. 
As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another he said, Follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, Leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Yet another said, I will follow you, Lord. But let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Telling us that he's to be first in all things above our spouse, above our children, above our mother and our father, above all things. If we are focusing on other things when he is calling us to follow him or calling us to do things, then we're not truly sold out and surrendered to God, our father. Think about that, brothers and sisters. Think about that. When Jesus Three different men expressed a willingness to follow Jesus in those scriptures. When Jesus asked them a few more questions, he revealed that their willingness was ill-considered. See, they were thinking more of self. They were thinking with the flesh. They were putting themselves first instead of truly putting Christ first. They had not counted the cost of following him. None of them was willing to take up his cross and forsake his own interest for Christ. It seems clear that then and now, people always struggle to put their own ideas, plans, ambitions, and desires to death and exchange them for his. Have you ever wondered if you would be like these men? I really want you to consider these questions. And I want you to be honest when you answer them to yourself. Would you still follow Jesus if it meant losing your closest friends? Would you still follow Jesus if it meant alienation from your family? And you know something? I'm really proud of my husband because he did that in his life. Because he came from a life of drugs and addiction. And that's almost his family knew. And he knew if he kept them in his life, it was going to bounding back up in those things. And he has been a strong enough man that he truly has denied his family to keep his life right and drug-free. And I am so proud of him for that. That takes a strong person to do that. Would you still follow Jesus if it meant the loss of your reputation? That's where that chameleon, that chameleon Christianity comes in. See, You're going to have the devil using people to say, hey, do you want to go drink? Hey, do you want to get high? Hey, have you, what about, are you tired of being with your wife? Wouldn't you like to have sex with other women? So many ways the enemy is going to try to pull you in into the in crowd and get you to change. And you know, as soon as you start stepping that way, your colors start to change like the chameleon does. And before you know it, completely you blend in and you become part of that crowd. You go over to their side and you turn your back on God. And it's so easy nowadays, brothers and sisters, for people to do that. We shouldn't be worried about having our name in light, how we're popular. 
the only thing we should be worried about is what our Father in Heaven thinks of us because at the end of it all, we will stand before him in judgment, and it's him that we will answer to. Those men and women that you're trying to please, the flesh that you're trying to please, all those things are going to do is lead you to hell. We need to come to a place of correction. God loves us, and he will correct us, not because he hates us or that he's mean, because that's what a good father does, because he wants you to have eternal peace in heaven with him. He wants you to have your rewards in heaven. Would you still follow Jesus if it meant losing your job? That's a really good question. Would you be willing if God said you need to change jobs because it's pulling you down? It's making you conform more to the world? Or maybe it's keeping you from going in the direction he wants you to go. Would you be willing to go from maybe you make $20 an hour and God said, I want you to go to this job that pays $12 an hour. Would you have enough faith in God to believe he would provide for you? And would you be willing to trust him and say, yes, I'll go? Would you still follow Jesus if it meant losing your life? And there's many ways that you could lose your life. It can be physically actually losing your life by the grave, but also losing your life, giving up things that you love, things that make you happy, things that make you feel good, things that are of a sinful nature. Really think about that. Maybe add something else to your list. What is it that means so much to you that you know you put it above God? You know, maybe it's time on social media. Would you be willing to give up your social media and follow Jesus if he told you to let go of it? Would you still follow Jesus if he told you to walk away from your spouse because your spouse was keeping you from where he wanted you to be? Would you still follow Jesus? If it meant losing your home, your car, if he told you to let go of all your earthly things and give them to the poor, would you still follow Jesus? Really come to a place tonight and see what you're truly following. Are you following the in crowd? Are you following things of this world? Are your steps truly being directed, just denying yourself, picking up your cross, and following Jesus? Tonight, it's time to make a choice. Are you going to be conformed and be a chameleon and walking away from Christ to be a man pleaser? Are you going to stand up and come back? Because he's ready to receive you. He loves you. And he doesn't want you to keep being a chameleon. He doesn't want you to keep straddling the fence. I love you enough to tell you the truth. Those things are going to send you to hell. You can't be having sexual immortality. You can't be having lust of the eye. You can't be doing things that God tells us not to do. You can't think that you can keep going through life changing to please the world, denying him, because there's going to get to a point he's going to deny you. So search your hearts tonight, brothers and sisters. It's time that you come back to God, or maybe you've never even known him. He wants to receive you. He loves you so much he sent his son to die for you. Are you willing to die and give up your all to follow Jesus tonight? And maybe you're asking how you can do that. You know, even in some places in the world, 
actual death is a real possibility when a person becomes a Christian. In other places, the consequences are different. The cost may be exacted emotionally rather than physically, but the lesson is clear. Although following Jesus doesn't necessarily mean actual death, we should be willing to go to death or suffer anything rather than deny him. Many times the temptation is more subtle. For most of us, there comes a point in our life where we are faced with the choice, Jesus or the comforts of this life, and which one we choose speaks volumes about our love for him. Taking up our cross to follow Jesus Christ means simply commitment to the point of giving up our hopes, dreams, possessions, even our very life if need be. This is the attitude, the only acceptable attitude of a true disciple. Luke 14:27 says, whoever does not bear his own cross, whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me, I'm having trouble with, forgive me, my laptop's being controlled tonight. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. That's really powerful, brothers and sisters. Whoever does not bear his own cross denies him, brothers and sisters. That's just that's really deep to me, brothers and sisters. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Verse 28 says, For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going out to encounter another king in war will not sit down first and deliberate whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000? And if not, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. So therefore, any of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot Cannot be my disciple. Salt without taste is worthless. Salt is good, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is of no use either for the soil or for the manure pile. It is thrown away. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Praise God. Praise God. This is a serious thing, brothers and sisters. Tonight, are you willing to deny yourself? Jesus' followers regard the reward as worth the price. Jesus set the example for us in his death, brothers and sisters, to give us the gift of life. For whosoever would save his life will lose it. But whosoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Matthew 16:25. So tonight, brothers and sisters, are you ready to give it all up? Are you tired of being that chameleon? Are you tired of living a lie? Are you tired of being bound in sin and in the flesh? 
then it's time to turn your life back to him. Maybe you've never known him. Well, tonight, this is an opportunity for you to call out to Jesus, to call out to God our Father, and just repent of your sins, pray to him. If you feel Jesus knocking on your heart, or maybe you're backslidden and you've went the wrong way, my hope tonight truly is that you repent, seeking first the kingdom of heaven, looking unto God our Father to bring revelation to search your heart. Cry out to Jesus and he will meet you there. Father God, I just pray for anyone listening tonight live or that will hear this on demand, that if they don't know you, God, that they will just hit their knees and they will repent of their sins and receive Jesus as their Savior. And Lord, let them be strong and let their minds be renewed. Help them to let go of self, to let go of this world. Break them free from addictions, from things that bind their life. Let them not be lovers of self or of flesh or of this world, but God, give them the strength to deny self, that they don't deny you. God, I want to hear testimonies of people who are saved tonight that have brought their self back to you. Let the prodigals come home tonight, dear God. Just call out to your father tonight. Say, forgive me of my sins. Just come into my heart, Jesus. God, be my strength. Renew my mind. Transform me. Mold me. And make me what you'd have me to be. Forgive me of my sins that I may be in eternity with you. And I just ask these things in Jesus' name. I would love to hear your testimonies of people that listen to the broadcast tonight. Again, I'm Evangelist Montel Fields, the founder of Reaching Out Radio International. Praise God, we have listeners all over the world. We're reaching new places. God's taking us forth. And I'm going to tell you here, we will not sugarcoat things. We will not lie to you. We want you to know what it truly means, the true message of the cross. We truly want you to know that you don't add to or take away from the word of God. We want you to be saved, delivered, and set free. And the things that we teach aren't to condemn you, but to help transform you, to help you go deeper in him. Most of all, that heaven will be your eternal home and not hell. I love you all so much. God bless you. God bless you. There's some exciting things coming up. As I said earlier, Brian and Lee and South are going to be coming back on. We're, we're seeking God in the perfect timing in that. Um, their program before was Be Encouraged with Brian and Leah South. Uh, They've got a beautiful ministry, a beautiful testimony through the death of their daughter that was murdered. What God established in their life through healing and birthed a beautiful ministry in their tragedy. God's been impressing on my husband. I'm so proud of my husband. He, he has a beautiful gift for sharing the, the word, for remembering the word. And God gives him these amazing revelations and teaching, sometimes just with a drop of a hat. God's impressing him on some things on the radio, too. So be praying for him and the leading of the Spirit in his life. We're even going to been talking about a program together. Pray for him because he truly has been letting go of the world and transforming and renewing his mind. 
and I'm truly proud of the things my husband is doing. And it's so exciting to see where he came from 17 years ago and where he is now. He has an amazing testimony, and I truly believe one day God's going to use that in a mighty, mighty way. And Apostle Roy and Apostle Edward, which they both have their own programs, but they have come together now. And biweekly on Fridays at 8 p.m., they are doing a new program, uh, Going Deeper in Jesus. Amazing, amazing things that they're doing there. And Susan Brozak is a licensed Christian uh, psychotherapist. Her teachings are amazing. She uses the the education that she has as a Christian psychotherapist along with the Word of God to encourage people and to teach them. Sister Pearl Corbin, another amazing woman of God that's on Sunday nights, is on In the Word with uh, Sister Pearl. God uses her in so many mighty ways. I'm just excited and all the people I am blessed to work here on the radio with and what God called me to. I truly am humbled. And, again, you're always welcome. If you want to share, please reach out to me. You can email me at singingpraises70 at hotmail.com or message me on Facebook. Again, it's Evangelist Montel, M-O-N-T-E-L-L, filled by E-L-D-S. Maybe you have a testimony about one of the programs that's that's reached you here. Maybe you are a pastor or an evangelist or a prophet or prophetess, an author, an artist. Maybe you want to share your new music, your new book. Maybe you guys impressed a word on your heart. I welcome you, brothers and sisters. I don't care about your denomination. What I care about is sharing the true message of the cross, not adding to or taking away from the word that it's spirit-led, and most of all, that it's for God's glory and not your glory. I welcome you on if that's truly how you believe. Reach out to me. If there's anybody tonight that received Jesus Christ as their Savior or brought their life back to God, knowing that you're being that chameleon, that you find yourself easily swaying to the in crowd, it's better to be set apart and rejected for the sake of Jesus than to be that chameleon to fit in with the in crowd, brothers and sisters, because it's not, as I said, the in crowd that you're going to stand before on the day of judgment. It's God your Father. So the colors you need to change are to be the true colors of a true child of God, living your life, denying yourself, picking up your cross, armoring up, staying prayed up, fasting, and seeking God's perfect will in your life, surrendering all to him. I pray that this message blesses you that God gives you revelations in it, but most of all, that he gets glory for it. I love you all. Check back here on Sunday night um, with Sister Pearl Corbin, and she always has amazing messages that God leads her in. Just keep praying for God to take it for us, to grow us, that we reach more people. And again, as I said, we always welcome you on to share your heart, your testimony, your ministry. Know that we love you so much, but God loves you more. You were created with a purpose and a plan. Don't let the enemy lie to you, to pull you to be a chameleon, to tell you you're of no worth. Just know that you're loved and God made a way for you when he sent his son Jesus to the cross. John 3:16. For God so loved the world that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That whosoever is you, brothers and sisters, 
call upon him tonight. Repent. Brothers and sisters, if you've already given your life to him, but you find yourself being that chameleon, you find yourself living in the flesh, living in sin, more focused on this world, conforming to the world, I just pray tonight that God helps you to transform your mind. He renews you. He refreshes you. And he gives you new direction. We all have a purpose. We all have a plan. We just got to be willing to let God mold us, his clay, into his perfect will. God will work through surrendered vessels. Being a child of God is a blessed life. Even in our trials, we have peace knowing that he shelters us in his loving arms, that he strengthens us, that he heals us, that he carries us. And most of all, we have the promise of one day being with him eternally. Truly understand what eternity is about, brothers and sisters, and how we are in end times. Time is running out. As I said earlier, whether it be the return of Jesus Christ or your time when God says your life is up, because only he knows the hour or the day when he will call you, when your last breath will be taken, and this life here will be no more but of a vapor. Be found ready. Have a very blessed weekend. Take time for the Lord. Take time for yourself. Pray for your family. Pray with your spouse. Come together for their strength and numbers where two or more are gathered in his name. It doesn't just have to be in a church. It can be in your home. For where two or more are gathered in his name, he is in their midst. You can call upon the name of Jesus in your car, in your yard, taking a walk with your spouse, with your mother, with your brother, because he's omnipresent and God is everywhere. And he's always listening, and he, he is longing for your love and for you to give your all to him. Stop being chameleons, and let's start transforming our minds and coming back to God, where he can make us pure and white as snow, and to be found ready when Jesus returns, or even if we go by the grave. I love you all. Good night. God bless you. Please keep listening. And sharing us, it's about, for us, it's about getting the word of God out there. Because we truly want people to be healed, delivered, and set free. And to know about Jesus Christ, the truth, the way, and the life. Praise God, the living water. God bless you all. May God keep you and be your strength. Know that you are loved so much. We love you. But as I said earlier, God loves you more. I'm just excited to hear your testimonies. I'm I'm excited to see what God's going to do in your life. Praise God. And I want God to lead me in the closing out song. And, again, please reach out to us. Reach out to us. And let us know what God's doing in your life. And I feel led to share this song as we go out. And we should be doing this daily because God does so much for us. Giving thanks. Thank you.
Thank you, Lord. 